and welcome to Justice Rising, a brand new podcast from the Intercommunity Peace and Justice Center in Seattle, Washington. Justice Rising is focused on working towards liberation, healing, and transformation one conversation at a time. The Intercommunity Peace and Justice Center, IPJC, is sponsored by 24 religious congregations, and we act for justice in the church and in the world. Each episode of Justice Rising will be hosted by me, Samantha Yanity, IPJC's Justice Educator. On this first episode, I sit down with our Executive Director, Will Rutt, and we talk about why we started this podcast, our vision for it, and what to expect in this first season. How did this thing come about? The idea started for me about a year ago. That's mm-hmm. when I was like, I want to do something different for IPJC because we never did anything like that before. I, I think my interest initially for this is that as I stepped into the work at IPJC, it was really clear that we have all these folks that we constantly are telling their stories, giving them a platform. And so I think really thinking clearly about how do we create a new platform, a different way of telling stories. I think the other piece is I'm a, I'm a podcaster and I, I listen to podcasts a lot. And, and what I tend to hear on podcasts is that big names are what kind of attract really the draw for a lot of podcasts. And I think when we think about this notion of justice rising, this idea of if you want to use Adrian Murray Brown, her notion of emergent strategies, we really want to highlight things that just haven't gotten the time and space they deserve, especially given that the work that people are doing. And so how do we create a space for people to share emerging work, rising work, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. and making space to celebrate that work, amplify that work, invite other people into that work, and really just kind of dig into it in really new and generative Can we talk about the tagline, Justice Rising? Right. So working towards liberation, healing, and transformation one conversation at a time. What that means for me anyway, my own spiritual direction session, I was sitting with my spiritual director and she asked me to name the season of transformation or season of change that was happening in my life. And I put three three words that I wanted for my own life, which was transformation, healing, and uh, liberation. liberation. It's not just for my personal life or my spiritual life, but also in this space that I feel like we're in as a nation or globally or in the church. One of, one of the things I think about, especially in terms of the idea of healing, liberation, and transformation especially that kind of the note about one conversation at a time. I find so much, this was my work as an educator, working, you know, as a community organizer, now in this work as an executive director, like so much of justice work is relationship focused and so many great conversations happen that don't get any time of day or any public attention or a lot of times, right, like happening these, not back rooms, but, you know, in a, committee meeting or a community meeting or a listening session and none of that gets shared in any real substantive way sometimes Mm -hmm. right and sometimes we just there's so much goodness that happens and so much brilliance that comes out in those kind of more intimate small spaces and so I think about this as an opportunity to kind of 
recreate those spaces, those really generative conversations that we might have uh, over a cup of coffee or in a really small committee meeting that's been working for six months towards something that we just don't get to see the fruits of those conversations until like the finished product. But what does it look like to make a space to kind of think together, dream together, but also support and leverage and elevate work that's ongoing uh, and, and specifically the people that are doing it and how they're doing it. Right. I think the general public doesn't realize that when you do justice work, it's not done in one fell swoop. It's incremental. Sometimes it's agonizing. Sometimes it takes, or at least it feels like it takes forever. And so the notion of one conversation of at a time is like, it's just one step at a time, like any other relationship. I use the analogy and I use this before when I've taught or spoke on community organizing, but it's almost like a romantic relationship. You might not be forming a romantic relationship with, with between a couple, but you're sitting down. Like what happens is you're stepping into a space with your own tra- maybe trauma or issues or your upbringing. Experience, right? Privilege. Yeah, trust, healing, communication, these mm-hmm. kind of things. Mm-hmm. They don't happen overnight. And if you are jumping into a space, especially when you're doing a one-to-one where you're like, I'm in love. This is a collaboration I want to have. Like you might be feeling that, but it's community organizing infatuation and it takes Mm -hmm. a step back to, to get to a deeper level. It's not an overnight. It's a process that takes us into deeper communion and deeper relationship. And that's where the work really happens. And it's hard. That's why it's so hard, right? Because it it takes so much time. I mean, especially in terms of the weight of justice work, I think my, my hope too for this podcast is that we can really dig into like, what does it mean to be spiritually grounded in this work? Because I, at least from my own experience, I'll speak from my own experience, like it, when I haven't had a spiritual grounding, you get burnt out real quick. And it's really difficult to kind of walk through and carry. I think one of my curiosities and one of my hopes for the podcast is that we can really ask those questions. Like, what does it look like to ground ourselves spiritually? in this work. I think it flows from IPJC's mission and identity. You know, we're operating in the tradition and in the charism of, you know, now 24 women's religious congregations and the Jesuits. And that's a really robust, beautiful legacy that's grounded in spirituality, specifically in the Catholic tradition, but I think a really fluid, kind of open part of the Catholic tradition that that pushes the edges in a lot of different ways and it has a really beautiful legacy of 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 challenging society and the church to grow and to love you know better so I, I think it's it's neat to be able to think about like how are people participating in that legacy how are they engaging in that and then the other piece is like we, we've talked a lot about the two questions that we hope to ask every guest and, and the first is really this idea of like what has been a formational piece in your justice experience? Like what drew you into this work or what's really formed you? And I think that that's a really spiritual question. I think that that's a really grounding question. And I also am just interested in 
like what what draws us all together in mm-hmm. this shared work in different manifestations of it, different ways of being, different ways of living it out, different traditions, different um, communities, focuses, all those things, but like what draws us together through that shared formation and connection. And then the second question we're going to ask, I think, is always oriented towards, you know, how is this conversation, how are these, this collective work moving us towards action, right? And so inviting each of our guests to, to really challenge our audience to say, you know, look, you've heard this conversation, you've heard our work, you know, this is how you can participate in it. And, and what does it look like to take action on behalf of whatever organization, whatever work uh, that person represents, which I think is, is just a really key part of learning, a key part of growing, right? And it, and it removes that temptation to acclimatize and just kind of keep something as a cerebral or even like a heart movement, right? So I think the way that we live that out is through action, right? So how do we ground ourselves and then move from that to, to a new place that, that's really concrete? And I, we hope to make that space and make that available to, to listeners in a real way. Yeah, exactly. And I think this also kind of puts feet on your faith and, and, uh, this idea of like, how can we reimagine systems or how do we rebuild or recreate? And you know, that kind of circles back to this idea of transformation. I don't necessarily want to restore order. I want to flip that or disrupt that order. When we talk about education equity, what does it look like when some people are going on a steady path and others are why are other students falling through the cracks and going on largely unnoticed and where's the equity in that or if there's a housing crisis which is all across the u.s especially now with covid and the eviction moratoriums are being lifted what is that where is the space to for it to house people like how if these things are happening that points us to the fact that we need to not restore order but disrupt that order and create change and so the people that we want to draw into this conversation are the change makers and that's fundamentally what IPJC's mission is is to create systemic change where we look at an issue and look at it from all different angles maybe break it apart and and create another way I think too connected to that is even like the notion of, I think sometimes we focus really outwardly in terms of the systems, right? Like legal systems, economic system, you know, political system. But even asking that question of like, how do we need to reorganize ourselves? How do we need to reorganize uh, the way that we do things, our, you know, status quo, like kind of way of being? And what does it look like to maybe reimagine even how we're organized, how we are creating change. Uh, and I, and I, my hope is that we can bring people on that are thinking about that too, right? And, and not just, part of it's in order to change things, we, we have to change the way we do things first. Um, and, and maybe, you know, really think about bringing people on that, that can help us do that, but and orient us in a new and different direction that's more effective, more powerful, more authentic. You know, one of the things that I'm trying to work on myself is this question of like, um, what am I willing to, like, A, what's at stake for us in this work? What am I willing to give up 
or risk so that other people can have space or the take up power where they and obviously whiteness calls us to individualism but our our conversion our faith calls us to to tear that down and decentralize our whiteness it's also an invitation to take our power and use it for the for good and that's what i hope to do mm-hmm. yeah i think about especially from the organizational level you know personally i probably hold every privilege that's that's possible <laughs> in my own in my own reality of who i am in the world as a white cis male master's degree holding U.S. passport holding person, um, and, and and all of that kind of converges, you know, in in my role as an executive director of IPJC, my own formation, what I've had access to. But but I think specifically about the privilege that IPJC holds too as a white a white dominant organization, uh, an organization that that holds a lot of privilege, that has a lot of power for really good things, and has used that privilege and power for really good things. But I think the hope for this podcast is to really, you know, make space for new and different voices and to use that privilege, to use that network, to use the power of the IPJC community to support and get behind uh, folks that are directly impacted, have experience and are doing the work and need, you know, trying to pull as much power behind those people that are doing the work. And really bringing that all together in a new and different way. And, you know, this is one way of doing it, right? Like sharing a platform. I think IBJC traditionally, we've been really, really good at sharing people's stories, educating people, telling people about movements, uh, and inviting them into that. And I hope that this is kind of an extension of that to say, well, we want to share the work that people are doing. We want to highlight it. We want to amplify it. We want to get people involved in it ultimately, and yeah, I think I think that that's a really interesting role for an organization that has been predominantly white to take. Uh, it's you know it's tension filled in terms of like how do you use your privilege in a positive way in a way that doesn't put you know. It, it, uh, additional labor on communities of color as well, and so you know we're we're trying to pay hosts, you know, or pay pay folks that are participating on here for the labor that they're putting in, and hopefully partner with them too to not just have be a podcast host, but like how can we provide movement support and how can we invite the rest? How of can our we community. be community partners? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm excited for those possibilities what this might bring. Uh, I feel really similarly about, you know, our authors for A Matter of Spirit and any of our community partners that we kind of engage with overall. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like to learn more about the work we do at IPJC, go to ipjc.org and consider supporting our mission. Tune in next time when I sit down with Marcos Gonzalez and we talk about education equity. Until next time.